from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Duh. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 87 of the 3D Show. We got quite a few topics to talk about. I'm Adolf. I have with me Jake. Howdy, folks. And Krista. Hello. It's been a little while since we talked online, Krista. We missed you. Yeah. It's been difficult times. It's been difficult times. So um, I'll throw it over, over to you, Jake. What do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about uh, what affects us pretty much here sitting at home. Um, Fandango is buying uh, Walmart's uh, streaming service, Voodoo. Which is completely out of the blue. I'd never heard about this until it happened. Mm-hmm. Nobody did. I don't think people were paying attention to it with everything going on. But it affects uh, 3D fans because they were pretty much the last two places you could get uh, current uh, newer movies in 3D uh, to rent or to purchase uh, streaming copies of. And Roku is, is uh, cracking down on their 3D um, stuff, saying it's violating their terms of service. Some of them might be. Not all of them are. So it's getting to be slim pickings for um, online 3D content. Now, uh, Voodoo and um, Fandango Now had different titles. So what I'm hoping happens is they... um, merge them all together to make it more convenient and hopefully they just decide to not jettison 3d altogether and voodoo was part of movies anywhere so if you bought uh, blu-rays they would have copies of you know you can pick it from voodoo or itunes or uh, wherever and voodoo was one of the places you could pick from and uh, they've said a statement that the if you have movies in any movies anywhere, it doesn't affect anything. So that's not going to change. So that's good news there. Yeah, that's very good news. Um, I have a, quite a big selection of digital co- copies of movies. So I'm just worried about the the 3D because um, 3D Crave and MGo were the only places I could really get 3D content to play on my sys streaming. Content. Oh yeah, that and Shutter. Uh, and Shutter had to walk me through it to get it to I to tweak my system to where it would work. It was always weird that Walmart had a streaming service. <laughs> you know, like Target doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah, but hey, uh, AMC Theaters has a streaming service too. Oh yeah, which actually leads us to a nice segue to AMC Theaters. Uh, Jake, did you hear about this story? Uh, which one? They seem to have a, a multitude of fires going on at once. All right, go ahead and talk about the one you think about first. Uh, that uh, rumor is that uh, Amazon is eyeing to purchase them. Okay, I did not hear about that. When would that happen? Point at this. Oh, nothing's happened. At this point, oh, there's also wild rumors that Apple's thinking about buying Disney. Uh, Apple's got the money 
and Disney is hemorrhaging money left and right because of the lockdown worldwide. Now, the story that I was talking about was that they won't reopen until there's a new studio product. So um, they're not going to open up for any small movies or I think uh, some theaters have said they might open up for, you know, I think it was like Cinemark or something for old movies. But like AMC said, basically, no, they don't want anything unless it's a big movie, you know. Okay. And George, the state of Georgia's opened up, but the theaters, most of the theaters opted to not open. Um, in fact, I think the Tiki Mission drive-in is the last theater, actually it's a drive-in, that's sending numbers in to report the uh, weekly box office, which has been about $36,000 a, a week. Which is nothing for box office. <laughs> I know. I would take it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering that most times, $36 million is considered low, <laughs> you yeah. know, for an entire week. So, um, Krista, what are your thoughts on any of these stories? <sighs> I mean, like, we're just feeling the effects of, like, nothing's open. <laughs> and so, like, we're... In- we're really probably not going to get any theatrical releases, releases for like a year. Warner Brothers is claiming, is still sticking with their summer releases dates for Tenet. And there's another movie, but Tenet's the big one. I mean, it's not just like, like, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, we'll do things in the summer. And I just can't possibly believe that any of the things that people are saying are going to happen in the summer are actually going to happen. Oh, they might. And uh, and then we're going to have uh, a wave hit and deaths that are going to make what's going on now look like nothing, which is exactly what happened the 1918 pandemic. Um, just to give context to any listeners, we are recording on April 25th, 2020 at 1.36 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, just giving that caveat because... Things will probably change right after we record this podcast, as it always does. Uh-huh. Now, I don't feel comfortable going to the theaters, um, even if they're, you know, they have some kind of five seat rule or something. I just don't think it's worth it. Oh, um, I would go to the drive-ins, but our state even closed those. Yeah, I don't even know where any drive-ins are around here. Like, I feel like. There's not a lot of them around anymore. Oh, most of them are. Uh, most drive-ins went out of business 20 years ago. There's just a few. Because, uh, heck, even in the last 20 years, most of the drive-ins around me have gone out of business. Yeah, the last a- time I remember going to a drive-in was when Shark Boy and Lava Girl came out. That was like 10 years ago? 15 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is some drive-ins near Austin, and I've been to them. Most of the drive-ins right now, they would feature older movies, like from 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, and so there won't really be new releases. Some do have new ones, um, but it's mostly old stuff. So, And, of course, I, I don't think, I'm not sure, but I don't think that drive-ins with a windshield, you can watch 3D movies because that windshield will get in your way. And just be out, you know, 
Yeah, uh, I've never heard of a drive-in even attempting a 3D presentation. Uh, I'm sure if anybody from the 3D archive is listening, they'll know. Uh, so feel free to add at us and, and correct me, because uh, that would excite me to no end. And the Warner Brothers has said that they're reconsidering their theatrical experience, um, and which leads us to a new topic, that Scoob... The Scooby-Doo animated movie is no longer going out in theaters. It's going to go direct to VOD because Trolls World Tour was a success. So kind of a lot of topics going there at the same time. So, all right. First of all, WB reconsidering movies going out to the theater. What are your thoughts on that, Krista? I mean, I feel like this was kind of the path we were on anyway. And so, like, this... Like, like this, this pandemic has just like accelerated trends that were already happening. Yeah. And I think it's going to really hurt 3D. Yeah. Cause like, because uh, I think they had already canceled the conversion on Scoob. Yeah, I agree. This just, this mess just aggravated it. Uh, I would be surprised if there's even a release on home videos someplace in the world of it in 3D. I would love for there to be, but something tells me it didn't get converted. Did Trolls World Tour even get any 3D releases? No, not yet. Just other than a trailer, no. There is a 3D Blu-ray coming out eventually, um, but the home release did not have it. I did check to see, um, because I did review Trolls World Tour, uh, Krista, and um, Jake, and I gave it a good five out of ten. So no. <laughs> uh, rumored that the uh, Trolls 3D release is going to be. Uh, several people have been asking about this. They heard rumors that the first Trolls movie was going to be packaged with it in a deluxe edition, and they were both going to be 3D. Yeah, I think that's the what I got because. Um, right after I put up the review um, on Twitter, our good friend's 3D movie list has a, sent us a link to Zavi and Zavi, Z-A-V-V-I dot com dot A-U. Uh, they do have like a dual pack of Trolls World Tour and the original Trolls. And um, it's $32 Australian. I don't know. I don't know. But um. Yeah, and that might be something you need to import, and it might be something that if you don't buy it as soon as it's possible, you may never get it again. <laughs> That's going to be a collector's item, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's kind of like the American copy of uh, Dead at Dawn in 3D. So Trolls did do well financially. Um, the direct-to-home release was, was a considered a success. I think it was like $40 million or something. And... Um, I mean, I don't think anyone loved that movie, but it's something you could watch with your kids at home. I feel like that's like primarily like parents just being so annoyed at their kids. They're just like, shut up, just watch this movie for an hour so I, I can leave. Uh, Universal didn't give a buy option for it, though. Yeah, kind of weird. Like you have the option with Scoob that you bet you buy it for twenty five or you rent it for twenty. I was like, well, might as well just throw in the extra five bucks and just own it for. <laughs> exactly. 
I mean, that makes sense with uh, Scoob. Uh, Scooby Doo was a TV show. It's it was discovered on TV. Its audience has always been TV, and the theatrical movies did so much better on on TV than they did in the theaters. I mean, that's where the Scooby Doo audience is. Oh, let me get some uh, update here. Uh, Warner Brothers said they're excited about releasing Tenet in the summer and remain supportive of theatrical experience in the future, including Wonder Woman 1984. So, you know, they're, I think they may have just not wanted to, re, you know, publicly say that they're reconsidering movies in theater, but I think that's the reality that you know, Krista is right that basically this was the future because eventually people are just not going to want to go to the theaters anymore. And it's that hap- that is happening now. It's not a future thing anymore. It's a present thing, you know. Uh huh. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people I knew they all they were only going to the movies to see certain blockbusters. Anyway, everything else they would just wait, see it on streaming anyway, because they didn't feel like paying twenty bucks uh, for a soda and a popcorn. On top of a $10 movie ticket. Yeah, going to the movies is expensive. Yeah, it's cheaper to be to do drugs than it is to go to the movies. Well, so it, it's an interesting thing, though. Will you guys miss the theatrical experience? Have you two missed the theatrical experience? Since we haven't seen a movie in theaters since Onward. Oh, yeah. I've been missing a good theatrical experience for decades. <laughs> because movie movie theaters have been shoddy for a long time. I agree to an extent. I miss that. A good theatrical experience is what you're miss you are missing. And yeah. I think, and uh-huh. I think that's a fair criticism because I feel like it used to be, you know, you got a consistentness to it and I feel like that's consistency didn't happen. And in theory this would be a great opportunity for any cinema owners, movie theater chains to upgrade and clean up their equipment because, you know, there's a lot of times when you may go to a movie theater and, you know, things are not aligned correctly, like the 3D, the bulb is off or whatever, you know, and it just doesn't make a good experience. I mean, it used to be hard to project. You had to project a movie. You had to thread it. You had to lubricate it, and you had to do it just right, or you would scratch the print, or you wouldn't have the audio, or the audio would go out of sync, or it wouldn't be in Dolby. It would only be in mono. I mean, it, today you just have to hit a few buttons and adjust a few things. And heck, I think it's odd, and they, and they're autofocus. You don't have to focus the lens yourself. You're like. I don't even think there's a projectionist in that room for, like, most of the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, they don't even have... Most of the theaters around me, they have fewer employees than they have screens. If you did have a problem, you had to look for someone to find it. More than once I went to a theater, the person who t- sold me the ticket also sold me my drink and popcorn and projected the movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's, like, two people in the AMC I went to, like. I mean, you can't, 
keep a, you can't keep the place clean. Uh, you can't. What do you do if there's a problem? And trust me, there's usually. I worked at the movie theaters. We couldn't go a week without a fight. Somebody throwing up in an auditorium. I remember um, I had a problem with the IMAX screen. And, you know, you used to go to an IMAX screen and it was perfect. It was the best of the best. And I went to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp there. And then the first 10 minutes weren't in 3D. And it was paid for in 3D. And then the manager came out and was like, hey, we're having problems. We'll just give you a ticket. And uh, we'll watch it in 2D. And like, okay, whatever. And then five minutes later, oh, the 3D started working. Well, you get to keep the tickets anyway. I mean, it was it was cool that I got free tickets and they fixed the problem. But it was just like, come on. This is not, you know, this is IMAX 3D. It was shot on IMAX. It's not that hard. <laughs> so yeah, having a, a, a fantastic, you know, theatrical experience is a rare thing now. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty much, they're not even really in the movie business anymore. They're in the um, concession business. They're more concerned about selling you popcorn and a drink than giving than showing you a movie properly projected. I mean, honest to God, some of the best quote-unquote theater experiences I've had were like the student-run uh, like movie nights that were like at my college. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, and my and and my TV and system uh, for my space gives a better presentation. Of course, my TV's uh, getting up there in, in age, and it's only uh, 1080. So one of these days, I've got to upgrade. But I'm waiting till there's really a viable 3D option. Basically, it's probably going to go projector. So Scoob is going to come out on May 15th, and it will be available to buy for 20 or, no, to rent for 20 or buy for 25 We mentioned that before, but um, it doesn't look like it's going to be on HBO Max, which is like going to come out at the end of May, which is kind of dumb. I would think that they might as well just, you know, it's going to be a couple weeks, you know, have a, you know, big theatrical release right off the bat, HBO Max. I kind of feel like HBO Max is getting weird because, like, it should have released already. Now was a great time to have it out, and they're just not able to do it, you know? Yeah, well, this is Warner Brothers. This is why they're slowly sliding into being a minor studio like Lionsgate or MGM. They definitely have a lot of content on HBO Max. I am interested in HBO Max, but... I mean, they should. Someone should have said, "Let's get this up as soon as possible." We're gonna get a lot more people streaming right now during the pandemic than you know, a, a month later in the end of May. But who knows? Um, so let's keep going here. Were you guys interested in Scoob? I thought it looked really cute and really good. So I don't know. I thought it would look good in three D, but yeah, I probably would have. Yeah, the trailer, the three D trailer looked great, uh, but. I'm I'm the attitude. I don't feel I don't want to pay twenty bucks for it. But and I can wait till it since it's debuting on uh, streaming. I'll just wait until it's on HBO Max if I decide I can afford it. I mean, there's there's the streaming wars are really heating up. Yeah, it's really interesting because okay, how long? of a time window will Trolls World Tour get as, you know, for 20 bucks. 
because you know i think people are going to be interested for a little while but i don't imagine that being something that three months from now you know is not going to be available somewhere else to rent for free you know or not free but you know just like netflix or something we'll so see netflix is, netflix is kind of getting to be slim picking like i'm getting frustrated with netflix because like so many things like i want to watch aren't on netflix which is the streaming wars that Jake mentioned. Uh, everything is getting taken off of Netflix, so that way they can do their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cable bundle is is uh, we're getting the cable bundle back. It's just streaming channels. Okay, so let's keep going here. Um, let's talk about Venom Two. It actually got a release date and it got a new title. Uh, Jake, do you want to mention the title? Yeah, let there be carnage. Oh my god! <laughs> I first I thought it was an onion article. No two in the title, which is like you might as well if you're gonna go all that way. You know, might as well just put Venom two or not even have a subtitle. Yeah, let there be carnage sounds well, terrible. You, you notice they're not calling movies two, three because um, a lot of people don't want to start a series in the middle. Yeah. This is why we have to put have to tell people to not drink bleach. <laughs> so Venom Two, uh, Jake, this is now going to come out in June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. It was an October twenty twenty release. Um, I hate Venom, uh, so you're going to get that review. Yeah, I uh, I'll uh, mark my uh, my calendar and I'll put it in pencil. Um, so yeah, that t- title alone, obviously, uh, you know, they made Carnage is a big deal for Venom, so it makes sense to have him as a, va- a villain. They teased him in the post-credit scene, so it makes sense. But it just it's hard because I feel like part of the reason I didn't like Venom was because the other uh, villains were also Venom-like creatures, and Carnage is another version of Venom, but much darker. I mean, it's red, but it's a more evil version of Venom. So it's just like, I don't care. I hate the whole trope of, of, you know, the good guy versus the bad guy. And the good guy and the bad guy have the same powers. Eh. Venom is just part of that old 90s uh, uh, speculator boom. It's one of those things. Nobody actually read these comics. They just bought them. As investments, Krista, have you seen Venom or know anything about Carnage? I don't know anything about Carnage, no. But hey, I thought Venom was goofy fun. Was it good? Of course not. But God, it was goofy fun, and it's worth it alone just for Tom Hardy and the restaurant in 3D. That was awesome. All right, so uh, yeah, me and Jake really disagree here. Uh, I gave it a 4 out of 10. I think Jakey gave it a 7, right? Yeah, I gave it a 7. So, yeah, there's a big disparity between either really liking it or really not liking it. And, you know, I think I'm the very much not liking it. Uh, James is a big fan of it, too. But I could not stand this movie. So I'm not excited for it. We haven't seen a trailer for it either. So, you know, it's kind of, okay, I guess it's delayed. Sure. Now, going on to other Spider-Man kind of related news, we got Spider-Man Home 3, which is just a tentative title. We don't have a real title yet for Spider-Man 3, do we, Jake, or don't? 
No, they just said home's going to be in it. No, there could be lots. It could be home for the holiday. It could be home at last. It could be home alone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Aunt May leaves Peter at the house, and uh, the Sinister Six try to break in. Anyway, so this is going to get made um, from... Uh, to to November 2021, which is kind of sad that it's not going to be a summer 2021 movie, but understandable. Yeah, and uh, I hope you all realize most of these dates are probably going to change as well. Um, which is going to be the, the next thing we talk about because Thor: Love and Thunder is now a February 2022 movie, and it was from February 22nd to February 11th, and Doctor Strange 2: uh, Madness something rather. Is now a March 2022 movie, where it was November 21. So, yeah, a lot of changes there. And then Uncharted. Got definite 100% confirmation that Sam Raimi is directing uh, the next Doctor Strange movie. So those movies got delayed not that long ago. Now they're getting all delayed and, and dates all weird. Um, I'm definitely happy about Doctor Strange too, but um, it's all it just feels like it's forever from now we're going to see another Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Well, the thing is, even as well as Trolls did in streaming, it's not enough to get the big studios to put their blockbuster movies because they still make more money in the theatrical experience than they do in uh, VOD and streaming most of the time. So it's going to be interesting to see how long what we're in goes, what they do. And some of these movies they're announcing dates for, their productions have shut down. So, I mean, they're not in the can yet. So... I think they have it is like just like delaying it and delaying it without any knowledge or certainty. They're like, obviously, it's not going to meet the timeline we originally had. So, uh, yeah, you've seen the newest trailer for Ryan Reynolds' um, Free Guy it has a December date on it and with a, a fingers crossed emoji. <laughs> I feel like that's how we all feel right now. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And like three weeks ago, Krista, all these movies got dates already. So they, they've they been just been, you know, chef changed left and right, you know. So it's really hard to catch up and say, okay, where's this movie coming out? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's still a few things that haven't been canceled yet, like the Oscars. <clears throat> yeah, yeah the, can you see the... Yeah, they have the Oscars this year. For like five movies that came out in 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Birds of Prey, uh, Bloodshot, uh, and uh, Onward. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be weird if they would consider Trolls, you know, a 2020 movie or not. World Tour. I don't know. Oh, yeah, let me think. And Soul, I think, got moved to November, finally. But I'm like going... Really? You think you're going to be open in November? And I imagine that's going to change next week. Yeah. Um, so Uncharted now is coming from 
of being delayed to being pushed up. So it's July 16th, 2021. Uncharted is a weird movie that it just, I don't, I, we haven't seen anything about this movie. Uh, I think it's going to be like Gambit. Well, they pushed it up. And they had it be before to be later. Now they're, they're like, oh. No, and as far as I know, they don't have it in the can. So it doesn't make any sense um, how this I movie. I figured we're about to enter an age of um, an animated movie renaissance. Because nobody has to be in the room with you to make an animated movie. Everybody can be in separate rooms around the globe. That's true. So, uh, Uncharted was supposed to be like a Christmas release for 2020, and then it got pushed to October 21, and then it got pushed up to July 21. So, it's just all over the place uh, there. <laughs> yeah. It's Sony's gonna Sony. What can you do? And uh, Sony also uh, revealed that Spider-Verse 2 is coming out October 7th. 2022 so that's exciting yeah that I'll, that i'll believe because it's uh it's an animated movie oh speaking of animated movies uh lego just made a deal with universal how long is this deal for jake uh is it five movies i believe yeah it's a five-year deal and um now the thing about this is really weird um, I kind of thought the Lego movie ran its course. Am I wrong? Well, with Warner Brothers, they most certainly have. I mean, they they should have had a big hit with uh, Jack, even though it wasn't that great of a movie, uh, the Ninjago. But they just pumped them out so fast between uh, Lord Miller's first one and the second one they produced that they diminished the brand at Warner. Uh, Universal, it makes sense. I mean, they've got theme parks. Uh, uh, they could tie in with uh, Lego on a whole bunch of different things. The synergy, plus they do have a top-notch an- animation studios with now. Warner Brothers isn't the only game in town outside of Disney with uh, with great animation or the potential. And a lot of the animators work for both of work on projects for Warner Brothers and Universal anyway so it won't be that big of a transition for them but I just the thing about I the just, Lego movies is it's not really like a, it's you don't have to stick to the same characters it's more of the setting and the medium than what story so you could easily tell different stories they doing Lego uh videos for TV for like what two decades now and they've been very successful and I just think uh, Lego wants to go somewhere where they're a big fish because Warner Brothers just sort of really blew uh, the opportunity they had with how successful the first Lego movie was and they didn't capitalize on it not really while uh, Universal when they caught lightning in a bottle with um, Despicable Me, uh, say what you will about how crappy the sequels are, but they struck gold and they made a fortune. So yeah, Lego Movie 1 was a big hit. Everyone liked it. Then Nanjago came out and like no one cared. And then uh, Batman came out and 
People really like that one. Didn't do as good as anybody thought it would do, which is a shame because it was funny. And you really liked Lego Movie too, right? Uh huh. Yeah, wasn't as good as the first one, but damn, it was still really good. But that one kind of flopped last year. Yeah, I, I think it was a combination of taking so long to come out, and then all these other Lego movies between. So, Krista, how would you make a new Lego movie be different from the other Lego movies? Well, so, like, the whole premise of the original Lego movie was it's, like, just the world of this one Lego set in in this one dude's basement. But there are other Lego sets in the world, world, so, I don't know, you could easily have a scenario in which, oh, we get all this stuff from this old Lego set, and the the two Lego sets have completely different cultures and histories and they combine. I think you have a good idea there. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's a way of doing it because, you know, Warner Brothers kind of, you know, like Jake said, they they missed opportunity. So, yep. So what's the next uh, 3D movie, Jake? Do you know? I don't even know what the next one is. (laughs) Was it Wonder Woman? (laughs) I don't either. Uh, I mean, there's been some rumors that the Harry Potter series has been converted and was going to screen in uh, China, but they shut stuff down again because the second wave of this pandemic is coming. Either that or the first wave is still, who knows? Okay. Well, I guess that's basically it for uh, this episode of the 3D show. See you next time. Be safe and uh, listen to the scientists and doctors. Do not listen to politicians. Don't drink bleach. Don't inject bleach either. We are not being sarcastic here. Wash your hands. Be careful. Be safe. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. All right. Bye. 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 Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.